1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Mallor
2: here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge Tread confidently in winners worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to tire sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. With one of over ten thousand recommended installers.
3: TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
2: Hello and welcome to hour two. You've made it to hour two of the podcast, the Maller Show, four hours, four podcasts. Download them all. So this hour, we do a deep analysis on all right is and John Gruden. So John Gruden got very creative in Raider camp with a prank. And people are very upset by this. It's kind of dumb. But we'll break down the prank. If you haven't heard about it, it's it's relatively interesting. Uh, We'll get to that. We have Maller to the third degree this hour. We also have Insta Trivia and some other fun things mixed in as well. So that's uh, hour two of the podcast. So I'll stop talking now, and here we go. You did what? Say what? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond, the almighty, powerful Fox Sports Radio empire rocking and rolling the overnight hours away with Marginal Sports Talk Radio. Although we're apart these days, we're sharing more, and Geico is sharing more, too. Geico give back a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com and slash giveback for info and eligibility. Get more on that. And we begin this hour with a little football. The Raiders. Yet again. Second day in a row, the Raiders have gotten center square on the show. So the Raiders have not been relevant on the field since Al Davis was a relatively young man. He's dead, of course. He's not, not around anymore. But But give the Raider credit, the Raider franchise credit here, because they continue to find ways, creative and unique ways, to get into the sports echo chamber. Now, yesterday we talked about, in a previous episode, Derek Carr, who was asked whether he considered opting out of the season with the coronavirus, the opt-out the NFL has, and was a question that was just about that, and he took that and ran with it And a rather benign question and then talked about how he's being disrespected and went on that rant. Well, now John Gruden has said, hey, I'm going to outdo you, all right? I'm going to outdo you. Now, I don't know if you heard about this or not. In the event that you did not, we got a good one. So the Raider players were told over a Zoom call that John Gruden – had gotten the corona. He got the rona, as uh, that annoying pitcher from Tampa Bay would say there, Uh, the coronavirus, and he was being hospitalized. State-sponsored NFL media telling us the story that the Raider players, they logged into a Zoom meeting in preparation for the 2020 season, and they were expecting to hear John Gruden give a sermon the team. Instead, they heard an assistant coach, an assistant head coach and special teams coordinator, Rich uh, Bisiaki, I believe is how you say his name. Uh, the, uh, anyway, the assistant head coach, uh, and he, he said, Listen, Gruden's not here. He has been hospitalized with the COVID 19. Well, that was a big headline. This should have been the lead story in the show. It turns out it was bullcrap. It was bullcrap. So, why did they do it? Why did the Raiders do it? Well, John Gruden. And the Raiders staff, according to state-sponsored NFL Media, wanted to test how the Raider players would react trying to prepare them for the 2020 regular season. All right, so let us discuss the question. What is your takeaway from the Raiders' coronavirus prank that is making the rounds around the social media people reacting here to John Gooden? So I've got invisible pink uh, pink unicorns not pink spiders, invisible pink unicorns, Halloween, and the second act. And we will tie all of these things together. Now, A, did John Gruden come up with his diabolical plan by himself, or was this an organizational decision? Did it come from higher up? Now, I'm guessing the Raiders likely hired some depraved think tank to plan for the apocalypse, to come up with this wicked plan. But it's possible that John Gruden just was laying around, and I like, yeah, I got an idea. Uh, but this is head and shoulders, right? Head, head and shoulders above the old pranks. Like, I remember the old days, they used to give players the uh, weird haircut, the Friar Talk. Remember Tim Tebow, when he was playing for the Broncos, and they they played a prank on him. He came out, had the Friar Talk haircut or they give a guy a wedgie in the locker room this I love certainly it. this certainly though upstages all of them pretending that you know, they used to pretend players would be released key players would be released or they'd be traded to Siberia so the raiders if you're going to go with the coronavirus prank which is what they have done here with John Gruden i believe the raiders should keep going here they should continue to go off the deep end and, you know, because this is a really good test to see how many players are paying attention. And you can use these Zoom meetings and they're measuring sticks, right? You're measuring, and getting the pulse of the team and all that. So if you're going to go down this, this path and they have the Raiders, you might as well go full Michael Scott, right? John Gruden, you can become the regional manager of the Dunder Mifflin Paper Company in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, and, and just go all in, right? Gruden... Next time, like next week, Gruden actually is in the hospital. He was actually trampled by a stampede of invisible pink unicorns. That, that, could be, that could be next week. And then like two weeks from now, you can have a Zoom conference and tell that the Raider players are bad news. I'm sorry. We lied to you the last couple times. But John Gruden, he is recovering. He was knocked unconscious because somebody, we don't know who, threw a Spider 2Y banana. And it hit John Gruden right in the head. Knock on wood if you're with me. There you go. All right. You're with me. Now, part B of this, as a general rule of thumb, and and I I subscribe. You don't play mind tricks when it comes to joking about people's health, right? It's it's taboo. You're not supposed to do it. There's a certain point. Now, is this like the the worst crime in the world? No, it's not. It, it sends out a lot of negative energy, if you believe in that kind of thing. More importantly, and this is really the issue here, is you lose credibility. Now, maybe credibility doesn't matter to John Gruden. It's certainly possible it doesn't, but basic human relations. Not that I'm good at them, but basic human relations. If you want to earn the trust of someone, like in your circle, like we, we don't really have a personal relationship between you know, me and you, you listen, and I don't really listen to you, but you have friends. You have family in your little circle. You, you You want to gain someone's trust. The best way to do it, I think we all agree, is to lie right to their face, unless it's not. It just You think heads are going to roll over overthinking this situation and all that. They probably won't. But the good thing is that for Halloween, it could be right around the corner. We're already into August. John Gruden is now qualified to dress up to the Raider Halloween party as Pinocchio. He can be Pinocchio. This is some twisted stuff, man. And and when he gives pep talks, we know Gruden loves to give those pep talks, he can now speak with a forked tongue when he addresses the, the Raider players. Training camp is a time to set the tone for the upcoming season. We hear that a lot. You watch Hard Knocks, and they talk about trying to establish the foundation, right? In the case of the 2020 Raiders, it is a foundation of falsehoods, right? They're laying the groundwork is what they're doing in Lost Wages, Nevada. Bad job by them. All right, last word here. So when John Gruden gets done coaching the Raiders and he's got a forever contract, John Gruden has the type of contract that is akin to Mookie Betts or Bryce Harper or Mike Trout or a Supreme Court justice. He's got that kind of deal. But Gruden also has a a second act in his back pocket. Now, I don't count the whole broadcasting thing because that was like football related. This is outside football. This is outside football. After this particular stunt, he is now ready, Gruden, to hit a hidden camera type show. Practical joke, reality TV show. In fact, Gruden, he can use this little episode and fill the shoes of Ashton Kutcher. Remember, they used to have that show, Punked, and uh, it could be the, the NFL's version of Punked, starring John Gruden. And what happens when the biggest stars in football get too high on the pigskin hog? Well, who are you going to call? You call John Gruden, right? When their bank accounts start swelling bigger than their, their egos, who are you going to call? Master prankster John Gruden. He is there to punk them down to earth. It's a reality show with a twist, though, as they play macabre pranks on NFL stars for your viewing pleasure. For example, you know, the traditional, you think back to the, if you watch the show Punked with Ashton Kutcher and you think of some of the stuff they did, well, the NFL version with John Gruden. Uh, They call the star player up and say, hey, listen, I got some bad news for you. I got good news and bad news. The good news is you're alive. The bad news is your dog was accidentally microwaved. Sorry about that, right? Yeah, your best friend was run over by a Greyhound bus. There you go. Uh, Just kidding. Ha-ha. You're on on punk. No, listen, I I think it was dumb. Is it the worst thing again? It's not the worst thing in the world. But I just I would love to know what led up to that. Like, how many meetings did they have? Like, I I'm assuming they didn't just do this on the spur of the moment. Maybe they did, but it's more likely than not. I said, you know what we should do? We should see how these guys are going to react. We've got to prepare them because it could happen. John Gruden could get the coronavirus, and we have to be prepared. And then, yes, Coach, that's a great idea. Let's do it. How about that? Oh yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. No.
2: The greatness of the Raiders. The greatness of the Raiders. That's right. That's right. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? It is all fair game. We took only a couple of calls last hour. We'll try to take more of the phone calls here at 877-99 on Fox. Reminder, you want to check out some of the the different monologues of Ben Maller show past. Some of the videos are up. Have, of course, a podcast, you can hear all of them, but there's some video clips that are on the social media channels, twitter.com, Ben Maller. Click on those, watch them, get those view counts up. Also on Facebook, Ben Maller Show. And if you want to send in a question, now not for Ask Ben. We have Ask Ben coming up later in the show. You can send a question on Twitter using the hashtag Ask Ben. On Facebook, I have a, a post up. you got to scroll down a little bit on the show Facebook page. But you can submit a question for the weekend podcast, the Fifth Hour podcast, and you try to do that as quickly as you can there, and we might or might not use it. So there's a couple of ways you can do that, and then you can wait till the weekend and find out if we ended up using your question. All right, there you go. All right, some revisionist history, which is the, the greatest history of, it, of them all, right? Revisionist history. It's just wonderful. Uh, we'll get to that, and playing to the cameras. Playing to the cameras. We'll go there as well. We'll do it all, and we will do it next.
4: I call that the turkey hole. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and
0: the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
2: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Firestone test results and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com
3: slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
5: There's nothing more powerful than the unified voice of the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show by following your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. Otani! And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
2: Later this hour, Maller to the third degree coming your way. Look forward to that. Uh, Matt, the Raider Warrior Raider A's fan, uh, says, uh, yet another great Raider monologue, 10 of 10. Uh, he says, well, thank you for that. Very kind of you there. Uh, Robin Vegas says, oh, Ben, that prank the Raiders pulled off is just classic Chucky being Chucky. I hear that when he's finished coaching the Raiders, he will be replacing Carrot Top at the Luxor, if it still exists by then. Uh, there you go. Well, thank you. Of course, uh, Justin in he says that monologue was good. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy says the good news is the Raiders do not have to fear catching the COVID from any of their hometown fans. Well, that is a low blow. And Rod, you talk about relevant pop culture references. Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield, says – John Gruden is now the new Alan Funt. Smile, you're on Candid Camera. Now, that he, he probably died 20 years ago, Alan Funt, but he was the host of Candid Camera for you know, many, many years. I think it was like 40 years, or so, almost 40 years. And he is actually, Alan Funt is part of one of the greatest stories I heard when I was younger. And I don't even know if it's true, but I, I'm going to repeat it because I think it's true because I heard it from several people. And so this guy, Alan Funt, hosted Candid Cam, which was a popular TV show before the interweb and all that back in the Stone Ages. And so he was once on a flight that had been hijacked. Right? He was on a plane that got hijacked. That was a regular occurrence years back. And the plane was being it was flown to Cuba. And a number of people on the plane recognized Alan Funt on the plane that was hijacked and they thought it was part of the show Candid Camera, they didn't realize that they were in danger of dying from hijackers and they were they were enjoying it. They thought they were on the TV show and there were hidden cameras in the plane that was being hijacked when it really was being hijacked. And they supposedly they even gave the hijacker a standing ovation thinking they were on a TV show. It's one of the great stories. you imagine? I mean, I guess if you're... If you're going to be in a situation like that, if you don't realize you're in the situation, it's not as bad, right? If you don't realize that, hey, this could be the end, then it's not that bad a deal. It's not that bad a deal. Uh, Jeff writes in, Jeff the Raider fan, he says, Ben, John Gruden is an idiot. I am embarrassed by this and sick of him blaming others for his mistakes. He's a joke and overrated as a coach. His shtickala is tired. Their draft picks are a joke. Sorry, Ben. What was the question? All right. Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones here. And uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo Frank is in San Antonio. Hello,
4: Frank. Hey, Ben. I was going to ask you, you think the Dodgers, before the season ends, are going to add another uh, pitcher to the staff?
2: No, I don't. Who they? Who do you want to see them trade for?
1: Uh, they should get...
2: Okay. Thank you for that. Have another beer, you loser. Who? I don't
6: even what? know what he said. I couldn't make it out either. Loser. Was it something we should have done? I don't even...
5: I don't think so because nobody could understand it. I don't so know. Yeah, if, we, right. if none of us could understand it, just whatever.
2: It's in his own... He has his own language. There's an old... Co- he's got his own, like, coded language, and uh, he, he threw that out there. That's, Gibberish. That's- Yeah, it was absolutely gibberish. It was absolutely gibberish. So, uh, going to the NFL here, and a former Minnesota Viking, one of the big trades of the NFL offseason, taking place between the Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills, and it involves Stephon Diggs. Now, Stephon Diggs commenting about that situation. this This is great. So, Uh, Now of the Buffalo Bills, and one of the reasons the media, some of the pundits, like Buffalo is because of the pickup of Stephon Diggs to enhance the offense as he leaves the Vikings behind and uh, traded to his current team. So he talked about the trade, and he now is saying, Stephon Diggs said he never publicly complained about the Minnesota Vikings before he was traded. Quote, as far as my past with Minnesota – Diggs said, I never actually said anything, he says, but to this new situation, I'm excited. There is no right or wrong problem to be fixed from my old situation, he said of the Vikings. I have a lot of respect for the Minnesota Vikings, Stephon Diggs bloviated. At the time a trade happened, you've kind of got to look at it for what it is. But I never really was vocal about what I did or didn't like in Minnesota. Close quote. All right. Now, this, this is great on so many levels because uh, we, we had talked about this during the 2019 season. He had had a pouty face, temper tantrum. He had the, the old hissy fit, Stefan Diggs, and... And uh, there was debate whether he was going to be suspended because he had a conniption fit. And you remember the quote, because I remember the quote. So there were all these rumors flying around that Stefan Diggs had asked for a trade from the Vikings during the season. So he shows up and he's getting peppered with questions. We did a monologue about this. I remember. And so Diggs gets up there at the you know in front of his locker. And when asked about the trade rumors that he wanted out of Minnesota, he said, quote, there's truth in all rumors is what he said. There's truth to all rumors is what Stephon Diggs said at the time, and just Google it. There were there were tons of stories written about people who were associates of Stephon Diggs, people around him that uh, were looking uh, at his his situation. They knew he wanted out, and uh, the Vikings didn't do it. They didn't trade him during the 2019 season, but he had tweeted quote quote This is one of the comments he tweeted. Is time for a new beginning in in March, and that was after the Vikings had signed Kirk Cousins to an extension, and so. But no, 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 I didn't ask for a trade. You think I? I didn't ask. Why would I ask for a trade? I didn't ask for a trade. You out of your bloody mind? I don't want a damn trade. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. If you'd like to join the festivities, Chad writes in. He says, "Hey guys, I'm on a late night drive. I just." Tuned into your show. I enjoyed it. About that, Chad, I believe he's driving around Texas, and uh, I love that. That's old school. See, Chad, most people now, they don't, they don't find the show like that. They got to get word of mouth. We got to get word of mouth advertising to get new people listening. But I, that's like I used to. When I was younger, I used to listen before the internet, and you had to like listen to far away radio stations or drive around at night and hear those radio stations. That's old school. Scanning the dial like that. So, welcome, Chad. We're here five nights a week. Actually, in the podcast, Eight days a week, we've added an extra day to the week. Wow, it's an amazing accomplishment. Amazing. Doesn't really help my bank account much, but it's an uh, it's an amazing accomplishment. Uh, Herbert Bird's Foot, the great opiner, says Big Ben the Raiders prank is even better than a Hot Foot. Oh yeah, no, listen, the Hot Foot's another good prank. The Wedgie. Yeah, there's a lot a lot of good pranks in the uh, in the. Well, the ice bucket. You could throw the ice bucket. That's old school Gatorade. Uh, Herbert also says, Bet, I have listened to this show so long that I consider you and the crew like family. All right. Well, listen, well, Herbert, please remember us uh, at the holidays like family, you know? Well, maybe like family, you, know, you don't get anything. Maybe you don't give your family anything. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, let's see here. Can't read that one on the air. Uh, Antonio said, he said Bartolo Cologne. In a Vic, the brick. Oh, you're talking about the guy that that loser that called up there, Frank in San Antonio. Yeah, Daniel also said he heard Bar- How are how are you listening? Able to hear? I have headphones on. I couldn't understand what he said. How are you able? Wait, what did he say? Daniel and the actor guy and Antonio both saying that he said Bartolo Cologne. Bartolo Cologne. Maybe I didn't hear that. I he sounded like he
6: mumbled something. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't.
2: Is there any way we can get the tape and do a frame by frame word-by-word word analysis? Yeah, hold on. We'll put it under the microscope here. We'll play it back. Here we go. We'll uh, roll it back and we'll go through this here. This is a Ballor show investigation. We will get to the bottom of it. What did Frank in San Antonio say? Of course, the joke would be if Frank actually cursed and now we play it again and then we play the curse word again. But I don't think that, that, that would be comedy gold. I don't think that happened though. I don't think that happened, but let's uh, we'll go back and play the audio. Coop's trying to, find it, trying to find the audio right now. You're listening to live. Coverage? Oh yeah, it, he totally does say that. Can we play it on the air? Can we play it back? Is there any way to play it? Back? Can we fade up that, that pot there and play it back? Let's see here. But I mean, none of us heard it. By
7: oh yeah, I can totally hear it now, Ben. Oh, hallelujah, Mazutoff.
5: I like it so much now, maybe it should be a drop.
2: I think it should be a drop. I think it should be a drop, because we were like, what is that? And they they should trade for Bartolo Colon. Bartolo (laughs) Colon. When in doubt, throw Bartolo Colon's name out.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Ben, did
5: you see in college football the Big Ten finally... Let us know how they are going to uh, have their 2020 football season. It is set to begin on Labor Day weekend. It's uh, The teams in the Big Ten will play a 10-game conference-only schedule. Each team has two open weeks to provide some flexibility in the event games have to be rescheduled. Of course, you want to know immediately where is Michigan and Ohio State? Yes, I need each to other. know. I need to know, yes. Eddie. Yes. I have a need to know. Week number eight, October the 24th, Ooh. is oh, the yes. schedule. Uh, a lot of people in the Big Ten complaining Wisconsin has the easy road because they will not have to face Ohio State or Penn State. But, of course, this is all an excuse to talk about the Iowa Hawkeyes because Iowa Sam is in. Woo-hoo! He is our technical producer for the next yeah. two nights. And the final four mm. games for his Hawkeyes. Brutal. Penn State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and they close out mm. the year with Ohio State. Oh, man. Oh. The Ohio State, I guess I should say.
7: But here's Uh, the thing, guys. If there are no fans in the stands or only like 20% capacity, then really there's no home field advantage. It's just about team versus team.
2: That's right. So it doesn't matter. It's like people are upset. No, yeah. people are, in a if, in hockey, people are complaining because the Boston Bruins had the top record, but they're not going to have the top seed because of this Fugazi thing in, in hockey. But it doesn't matter because there's no there's no home ice advantage. Right. You're playing well, on the same it, ice, so who it cares? does
5: matter who you're playing. Yeah, if you're the yeah, number gotta, one seed. You got to beat everybody, Eddie. You got to beat everybody.
2: Wisconsin. You got to beat everybody.
5: Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure if it was the Clippers, he'd be complaining about it. Ah, uh, Clippers! You, you have
2: a this thing with the Clippers. The Clippers. I no, 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 Clippers, you Bucks. Have Sam, Sam, yeah, that no, was not Kevin necessary. Dur- Kevin Durant picked the Clippers. The guy's a champion. Kevin Durant's a champion. He's a weasel. M- multiple champion. The guy's an MVP. He's he's probably the smartest guy in basketball. We determined that last hour. Picking the Clippers to win the championship. It's over. LeBron might as well just go home right now. Leave the bubble. Leave the bubble. You don't There's need to be butter. in the bubble. Say goodbye to the bubble. Bye, bye, bubble. Get out of there. Do it. Uh, Rob in Vegas says, how about the whoopee cushion? That's a classic gag gift back in the day. Well, yeah. We're well, talking about John Gruden and, and the prank. Well, there's a lot of good pranks that you can do. The, the shaving cream in the hand. you ever do the shaving cream in the hand thing, Eddie? We
5: tried. It didn't work. Because they woke up. Oh, no. Up. No, it wasn't. I'm, I'm sorry. It wasn't the shaving cream. It was the hand <laughs> in the water. The hand in the water. Yeah, we tried that. Yeah. The shaving it didn't work. the shaving
2: cream one is good, but I I'm pretty much I'm a light sleeper. No, that's not what you think. You know the shave if you don't know what the shaving cream. I think I think most guys learn this in high school or whatever junior high. But you put when a guys sleeping, and one of your buddies is sleeping, you put a little shaving cream in their hand while they're sleeping, you know, the palm of their hand, and then you get like a feather duster or something like that, and you kind of you, you, you when they're sleeping, you feather dust their head so they they natural reaction they put their hand. On their head because they have a, a scratch and they get shaving cream all over their hair and <laughs> their head and all that. Oh, it's it's great. It's a good prank.
4: <sighs>
2: what was your go-to prank back in the day uh, when when you were younger, Eddie? What was your go-to prank? Did you put uh,
5: t- toilet papering houses is that a prank? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did yeah. that
2: one. That was that was standard. And, uh, I have I, never I, done that? That's be like it's it's thing.
5: actually really fun. It sounds ridiculous, but it's very fun. Yeah.
2: If you get like seven, eight guys and you got to go get the Costco size, you know, pack of toilet paper and you got to be prepared, you got to act quick, you got to go out in the middle of the night,
5: but. It is, isn't it? Joe? There's a skill to it to get it to, yeah, you know, yeah, to fly trail right. out. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you don't do it right, it's just a roll of toilet paper going go through the air. It's got to flick sk- your wrist a certain exactly. way. Exactly. You've got to, it's Iowa
7: you got to get it spiraling so it actually yeah.
5: starts to... So there's the on, long trail you know. of uh yeah. and it's, it, it's beautiful, too, because if you play like classical
2: music, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's like art. Watching a properly thrown roll of toilet paper flying through the air. It is. I see it majestically sailing now. It's a regal act, is what it is. It's a regal act, absolutely. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) I always felt too, like growing up where I grew up, and and we do the toilet paper, and I felt like such a criminal when I got home. I felt like I was a criminal. I had I had committed a, a, a felony, you know, when I got home and all that. I never did the plastic wrap over the toilet. Did you ever do the plastic wrap over the toilet? That's a dirty no. one, man. That's where you obviously you put the plastic wrap over the bowl of the toilet. You close the top down, and somebody goes to the bathroom late at night, and if they go number two, they sit down there, they don't even notice, and then there's plastic wrap, so it uh, it's uh, it's, a, it's a problem. If they go number one, it might bounce back at them if they don't notice. You know, it's dark and all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of good pranks that. You ben, should not do any of these things, right? We should not. We can't encourage people to do this. This would be wrong, right? Iowa Sam, you should yeah, not do any of these. Ben, things.
7: I uh, one time I did this to my grandma. So you're standing at the the sink, right? And then there's that old school like little uh, squeeze gun thing that's like the, the pressurized water. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. a little spray thing. Sure. So you put a. <laughs> I got really. Uh, I got in trouble for this. You put a rubber band over that uh, the the squeeze gun so that when you turn the water on, it shoots at you automatically. You get what I'm saying here?
2: You're sweet. You're you're sweet grandma in Iowa. I did. You, yeah,
7: Helen. Yes. What kind of? What kind of? Was terrible. I don't poor, know. You don't. Poor you don't Helen.
2: Think. She's like my great beautiful
7: grandson, Iowa Sam. And then you do that to her. How dare you? She turned the water on, and she was, you know, like Huh <laughs> She just got a, <laughs> sprayed right in the.
2: Sounded like a crow. Helen, yeah. what's wrong?
7: <laughs> don't
2: I got, worry. I'm I don't here know. To say
3: the hose
5: squirted me.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got in some trouble for that one.
5: Uh, did you get a whooping? I got a, a verbal whooping. We'll say that. Yeah. Oh, verbal.
7: That's it. it
2: didn't yeah, no job. belts or anything. Well, no. That's
5: no. why you're such a bad boy now. Yes,
3: exactly.
2: Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? Hey, you re- you remember the draft and Cliff Kingsbury? Remember that setup at the draft? Yeah, you you watched every second, Eddie, because your yeah wife with was...
5: it with his uh, his palatial mansion there and the yeah
2: yeah. Well, he has now come clean. He has admitted he did that for the cameras. He staged the draft night, the famous uh, setup there that went viral. He said, uh, "I, I I'll th- never
5: be able to trust him again."
2: I know, I know that whole organization is fraudulent. The Arizona Cardinal—they got Alligator Arms Murray at the quarterback position. Uh, here's the quote from Kingsbury: "The money quote." He says, "I do think the fire. It was a hundred degrees and sunny outside. Was a bit much." So he's admitting the fire there. Remember, it looked like what it, it looked like a, like a Hollywood. Uh,
5: what was that show that used to be on HBO? The, uh, you're you're going to have to narrow it down a little bit more.
0: Ben.
2: Well, it was like an agent, about the agent, uh, the agent, you know, and the Hollywood guy. Entourage? Know. Yeah, entourage. It was like an entourage type thing, right? Entourage?
5: Yeah. No, I just, Coop's got his mask uh, on. I, I know. <laughs> I, 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 is,
2: it was just, you know, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't care. I should do a monologue with my mask on. I should do that. That I don't think we're supposed to do it
6: like that. I don't think that we, we, got a, we got a stern email earlier.
5: Oh, really? Uh, well, I better I, I better check my company email then. I I'm tried. in a room by myself, so it's, I don't have to do it.
2: You're a rebel, Eddie. I know. You are a rebel. Yeah, you are. You're out there. Uh, so King, Kingsbury admitted that uh, the whole thing was, uh, was a joke. Did, did, is there anyone that – I mean, there's always – I'm always amazed by this. Like, the people that don't get the gags, like, it, you had to know that's exactly what it was. But there's always somebody out there. It's like I've had bosses that don't get sarcasm, and they have no idea – we, we remember one boss in particular, Eddie, back in the day that did not get sarcasm. I don't know what she's doing these days, but uh, but it has happened. It has happened. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but uh, this, uh, this uh, you got to think, you saw that. You're like, why is doing this? Because he wanted to. The, the funniest thing was, remember that draft? All I remember from the virtual, well, there's a couple things I remember. One of the big ones was Belichick's dog. Remember Nike? Sure. Yeah, the dog was the start because they Belichick had that that raggedy kind of old school kitchen thing set oh my up God,
5: from the seventies. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It had been redecorated. It was like if it was on one of those HGTV, uh, you, know,
5: you know, you know, what do you
2: call those shows where they, they flip fix, the house, The flip the house or whatever. Yeah, they you know, love it or list it. You're like, Ah, we're gonna list it. You know, yeah. oh my
5: wife watches all those shows.
2: I don't know any to that. Uh, that's another sign you're getting old. I'm the same way, Eddie. I get, I get dragged into that. My wife Jesus he, and the problem is that she sees stuff she's all oh, we should do that to the house I mean the house is fine we don't need to do anything to the house and she sees some on like that dumb channel and she's like ah we should do that
5: anything else which now, means you should do it
2: <laughs> I know and I don't know I'm like this. that and, and every episode those things like we watch the uh, the renovation right one of the renovations, and it's all scripted like every uh, episode has the same thing they bring in a designer they have a scene where they take hammers to the kitchen. Uh, and, you know, it's all it's all planned out. It's all it's all choreographed. It, and then there's
5: a problem. There's always yeah, some problem. Yeah. They went oh over. No. They hammering. went
2: over. They went over budget. Right. They always go over budget, you know, and there's there's uh, going to need a new roof. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? We didn't budget for that. And uh, we can't pay our we got to pay our rent. We can't afford the mortgage. So we're going to have to move you know, We're going to have to act quick. Oh, my God. Stop the hammering up. Of- I think you've watched much, as much as that as I have, Eddie. I, I always tell my wife, so, all right, well, in order to speed up the renovation, they've decided to bring in a designer. That, that's like that line is used in every episode of that show. Not that I'm complaining. All right. Uh, it's the, the Ben Maller show. We will press on and on and on. We got Mallard of the third degree. Here is the Insta trivia. And we go back to basketball, where uh, Dallas Maverick Luka Doncic became the youngest player to have a 30-20-10 game in the, the history of the NBA. Blank is the last player to have a 20-30-10 game. So Or 30-20-10 game, excuse me. So again, uh, Luka Doncic, uh, just stay with me, okay? Luka Doncic of the Mavericks, the youngest player with a 30-20-10 game in the history of the NBA. Blank is actually the last player before Doncic to get a 30 stat line. That is the instant Trivia. The answer, next.
5: What the hell is it? Now get the hell out of my house.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
5: Ben Maller's show is scientifically proven to help make time fly by while working the third shift. We have a track record of almost 20 years of nocturnal service. Help support our daily battle against insomnia by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We need your support. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
2: So, Dallas's Luka Doncic became the youngest player to have a 30 20 10 game in the history of the NBA. Blank is the last player to put up that stat line. That is the question, what is the answer? Ricky says, dude, come on, it's Spud Webb. That's obvious. Justin's going with Dog the Bounty Hunter. Mediocre Kabuki says Mookie Blaylock. Will in Pennsylvania is going with Iowa Sam as his answer. Dominique Wilkins guessed by Adam. Johnny Q's going with Moses Malone as his selection. And Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, says it's Closet Raider fan Ben Maller. As the uh, the answer, Tony Kukoc from Hobby Bobby, Jason Kidd tossed out by Thomas, the Cub fan. Ryan's going with the great fat lever as his answer. Arik Bledsoe from Arik in Minnesota, Kerry Kittles from Jimbo, that's his guest. Detlef Shrimp from Chris in Des Moines. I'm going to have to pull out that Iowa Hawkeyes hat because Iowa Samson. I'll have to put that out tomorrow. I forgot to wear it tonight, but I'll pull it out tomorrow. I've seen that. It's pretty it's good. Looking, that's a good looking hat. It is. It is. Solid. All right, do you have an answer, Eddie, please? I need yes, an it's
5: former Iowa Hawkeye Roy Marble. Roy Marble, that's a good name.
2: No, that's incorrect, actually. It's not, it's not Roy Marble. It's not, Dan, not Dan Dickow, I guess, by Frank in L.A. or Johnny B. Good from Milkman Mike in Colorado. The correct answer, believe it or not, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1976 against the Golden State Warriors. Wow! Over 40 years ago. Let's get to it. Here we go.
3: It's Maller. How
4: about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
6: Coop-da-loop! So John Morant is basically a uh, shoe-in for Rookie of the Year, but uh, he's letting a playoff spot fall through his fingers, Ben. Uh, Ever since the Grizzlies came back to the NBA bubble, I don't think they've won a single game. Uh, People on social media are questioning whether Morant is actually as good as previously advertised. Ben, do you think that this late season collapse has uh, exposed Morant?
2: Well, it's it's not good. This has been a swan dive is what this has been for John Morant inside the bubble. They haven't won a game. And I, he actually played well But come, in in a couple of the games. He said t- two stink bombs, two or three stink bombs, a couple of good games there uh, mixed in. But I, I'm not out of the Ja Morant business because he's had a couple of bad games in the dopey bubble. I still support the guy. Overall, he's been very efficient as a as a rookie. And, yeah, they're, they're uh, pooping the bed here for sure. But he's still got the charisma and all that. You know, it's just a few games. Growing pains. At least he's able to play in every game, unlike Zion, who's, you know, sometimes he plays, sometimes he doesn't play. This
6: Ja Morant's out there. All right, next. Now, the Texans traded away DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for a second-round pick and a bad contract. Uh, that bad contract belongs to the formerly elite David Johnson. Uh, Bill O'Brien told the media this week that he's excited about Johnson and thinks that he'll make an impact on the team. Ben, it's, it's lip service, right?
2: Well, anything a coach says, you take it with a grain of salt. I mean, the only people that would believe this is a global fan like a Chris in Houston. But, uh, you know, hey, Bill O'Brien, by definition, he's a coach, so he's a charlatan. He's a charlatan when talking about his players. He has to publicly advocate for his players, but you take it with a grain of salt. And and B, David Johnson, he's going to turn 29 years old this year. You know he's only had one dominant season. It was an amazing season in 2016. But since then, he's averaged in 30
6: games 43 yards per game. That's the guy the Texans are getting, not the guy that was dynamic a few years back. Next! Now, all over the Internet, there are sports writers urging the NFL to adopt some sort of bubble for this season instead of the current plan. uh, Some think they should have a a voluntary bubble, kind of like voluntary workouts. Uh, Ben, should the NFL be bubbling? Well, it's a logistical nightmare. I believe Tampa Bay is going to do it in addition to the Saints.
2: They're talking about it. It's unrealistic to make it a mandate across the NFL. But if the teams want to do it, if it's optional and the players who are nervous and they would feel better about it, then, I mean, of course, do it. But... That's not going to solve all of the world's problems. How do we do, Koopa Loop?
1: You pass us the edition. Yeah, hey, there it is. I was Sam. I won. That's a winner. Put it on the board. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
7: 1-800-GAMBLER. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit. And no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke free, spit free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
4: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.